The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's showtime! From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and all the ships at sea, this is David Yaz, the host of the Boston Podcast, brought to you by the Boston Podcast Network, pod617.com. By the way, we are recording here in our luxurious Westwood Studios. Right, Mary Schmidt? I say to my guest, Mary Schmidt, do you like the studios? I love the studio, David Yaz. Thank you. We're going to use first and last names today. That's the new game. Uh, if you're interested in, in your own podcast, that's what we do here. We produce podcasts. So if you're interested, go to pod617.com. Check it out. All the details are there. You could be here with me and Mary. You could be hanging out with me and Mary right now in our Westwood studios or at a future date. Before we get started, I do want to thank our sponsor, the United States Postal Service, the second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today at usps.com slash careers. The U.S. Postal Service deliver for the nation. I just found this out today on an earlier podcast, Mary. I mentioned that our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service, is the second largest employer in the United States. Do you know who the first one is? It's a private employer, I think, if I'm getting this factoid correct. It's a big company. Amazon. That's a good guess. I think that's number like three or four or something. Uh, but um, uh, but incorrect. Um, Walmart. Walmart. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, and that's that's says all you need to know about the United States. I guess that Walmart is our, is our largest employer. But hey, God bless Walmart. I'm there quite frequently. Where else can you pick up a carton of milk? And uh, a stuffed animal for your nephew, and also a pair of flip-flops and a four-dollar uh, pair of uh, sunglasses. Right. Right. God bless America. So, uh, from the law firm of Schmidt and Federico, she is one of the coolest lawyers I know, one of the most brilliant lawyers I know, but most of all, one of my favorite people in the world. Mary Schmidt is here in studio. Thank you for joining us. And so far, Mary has, before we started recording, has been asking questions like, what is this? I don't understand what this is. But you do, right? You know what a podcast is, right? I know what it is. I've never listened to one. Okay. Will you listen to this one afterwards? Okay. (laughs) Good. Of course. So this is what we do. It's it's a time-shifting medium because you can listen to it whenever you want. So now, as you're listening to my voice, I'm, I'm looking you right in the face and we're speaking, but I'm also talking to future Mary, the Mary who's now listening to this. And that Mary is a little freaked out right now because she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I always say, you know, future Mary, you know, give me a call right now and tell me what the lottery numbers are tomorrow because if you could do that, that would be fun. So... Um, here we are, um, and Mary, tell us, in a nutshell, give us the exciting uh, and quick version of what you do. I know what you do, but tell the listening public what you do. Well, I'm a lawyer practicing in my own firm in the Back Bay, and we have eight lawyers, and we practice in the probate and family court. We practice family law and trusts and estates. Okay. And my role is to do some of each. 
and to um, be a peacemaker. Inspiration. <laughs> even better. Even better. Inspiration. Family law can be a dicey place. And I've always thought you um, are such an elegant person. I say that with all sincerity and all, all kinds of integrity. you got, you, you got in, integrity spilling out of your purse, practically, Mary. And yet you, you uh, live and breathe in this world of family law, which can be nasty. Divorce law can be nasty, right? Yes, but I find that the other subject that I do, which is probate litigation, is actually nastier. That's even worse. Because the litigants there have hated each other for 50 years instead of just <laughs> 20 years. So that's we're fighting over, like, once grandma passes away, we're fighting over who gets what. Or mom passes. Or mom passes, of course. Mom yeah. loved you more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to my brothers, Adam and Matt, if you're listening, uh, mom does love me more. Let, j- let's just get it out of the way right now. And mom's not leaving anytime soon, um, that's for sure. But, um, uh, yeah. So, that yeah, that must be really painful. I mean, um, has there ever been this moment where it's like you can't believe that you ended up here in this room filled with so much tension and, and it's your job to kind of help sort things out. You must, you must see some fireworks, right? Family disputes. Um, some, most of them are based on misunderstandings. Oh, really? That have, yeah, misunderstandings that have lasted for decades. And they do have to do with the parents because when the last parent dies, that parent is the peacemaker and the referee. And, and when that it- parent dies... All you know what breaks loose. It all falls apart. Yeah. Wow. Um, but misunderstandings, meaning like um, brother against sister, and I was sure uh, mom was going to leave me the boat, and now it says in this document that the boat's not mine, and that must be wrong. Yep. That sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Or uh, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have expended X energy all these years doing Y. If I thought that I was only going to get one half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, um, as I've already uh, said, you are one of the lawyers that that I admire. But it, for those that don't know and don't kind of travel among the world of lawyers, well, God bless you. You're really not missing that much. No, uh, no. We listen. I love lawyers. I've worked with them my my entire career. I am a lawyer, and um, it's been. Uh, you and I were talking a little bit about it, and we don't have to get as deep as we did before. But times have changed for uh, women in, in the bar, and it used to be we were just relate, we were just exchanging stories that we sort of both had experienced that it was tough. Not only was it tough for women to um, operate on the same level as men in law firms through no fault of their own. It was just a tough, tough culture. Women were in the minority. Um, and now, you know, times have changed. Have they changed that much? Like you've seen it from, you, hopefully you've seen a, a sea change, you know, up until here we are now and uh, maybe sort of capped by the Me Too movement and eyes opening across the professional world. Can you tell me about that? Well, we now see um, women being managing partners of major law firms. Right. More than half the class in many law schools is women. Mm-hmm. And the women who are in law school actually graduate and practice law. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the women in my class in law school in 1971, the majority never 
practiced law or had a career in law. So what did they do? They had a law degree. <laughs> and that's and it? They, and sometimes and they, they just got married? Their, mi- their minds had been uh, fine-tuned mm-hmm. t- to their credit, and some of them used, I presume, their education in other ways, but they they were not interested in getting into to law firms, someone to work for the uh, government or mm-hmm. agencies or whatever. But no, they weren't really interested in... Uh, beating their head against the wall as they saw it. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of problem, a lot of law firms when they came to school uh, to, to, gra- to, to interview the graduates. They wouldn't even interview women. They just shut off the things. Oh, we changed our mind. We're leaving it too. Jeez. And so, it, it, you know, why would you want to go work there? Mm-hmm. We'd sit around and say, I don't think I'm going to do that. It's all different now. The women, yeah. the women are um, very confident. And they have reason to be confident. They're on the boards of corporations. They're, I mean, it's not mm. just in the law. It's, you know, physicians. It's every profession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I think they're lagging in the accountant profession. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think, I think women now have a – it's a reasonable uh, aspiration to want to be For uh, sure. the managing partner of a law firm. Yeah, yeah. Is Regina Pisa still the managing partner at Goodwin? Or? I believe so. Wow. She's been doing that for a while, too. She was one of the pioneers. Yeah. 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 Um, so I have a memory of my mom graduating law school. Shout out the great uh, Susan Yas, mommy. And she, she graduated from New England School of Law in, I want to say, the early 80s or so. And one of the job interviews she got was with Hale and Dorr. And now she graduated uh, at the top of her class. Now it's New England School of Law, so we all would admit it's not the most prestigious law school in town, but it ain't bad, right? Right. And so she got an interview at Hale and Door. The only reason she got the interview at Hale and Door, which uh, you know, to her credit, she sniffed out that there was actually some family lineage. So her mom, uh, Marjorie Ross O'Neill. The Ross family descended or was related to or whatever it was. You could trace them to the doors, the, the, the old Yankee doors, whoever they were, right? And so that was enough to get her in the door, so to speak. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> she gets in there, and she's having the interview, and, and towards the end, she's getting a certain vibe from the people she met with. And she said, it just occurred to me, I, I've, I think I've gotten this interview out of a courtesy to my family name, and I, I'm not really being considered for this job, am I? And they said, if we're going to be honest, no, you're not. And so, and that was that. And mm-hmm. I now looking back on it, um, mm-hmm. I thought it was just kind of Halendor elitism that maybe was keeping her out. But also, eh, it had been a female thing. I mean, you got someone graduating at, the near, uh, at her, I think at the very top of her class. I think she was ranked number one, New England School of Law. Anyway, so that used to happen. Right? I mean, it was to their credit that they even admitted it, but... Uh, yeah, it was but, weird. I Looking, mean, yeah. Well, she went on to work for uh, DA's office, Scott Harshbarger, and did oh, very nicely for herself. Oh. And she just, just had a blast in the DA's office, um, you know, as much as you can have a blast with the type of cases they're dealing with, but just a real invigorating thing. And we were all proud for it. This is, as the story goes, she asked, you know, she went back in her, you know, mid to late 30s, I want to say, went to night school four years and uh, made the decision after asking me. She said, I always remember, David, I asked you, should I go to law school? And you said, I've always, you've always wanted to, Mommy, you should do it. And years later, I said, why in God's name did you listen to a nine-year-old? Like, what the hell did I know? <laughs> <laughs> but she thanks me, and she is still practicing law. So go, Mommy. 
Excellent. Um, now, I wanted to make sure I ask you about uh, the Judge Baker Children's Center, because you've just told me, Mary, that you're involved in this well, organization. It's the first I've heard of it, so please, please tell us about it. This is something worth plugging. I'm very proud to be on the board of the Judge Baker Children's Center in Boston, and the Judge Baker Children's Center provides um, counseling and education uh, for children with mental health issues, and many of them are um, in the 766 programs in the towns from which they come, and they're mm. bussed in mm. from all different towns, even outside of the Commonwealth, mm-hmm. every day to the Mandel School. Okay. And there's also a camp this summer for the first time, and the camp is at uh, the Hale Reservation in Westwood, where we are at this moment. Right. And uh, there also are other programs of evidence-based uh, counseling, and the organization is training, they have trained all the mental health uh, professionals who are dealing with children in New Hampshire. They have contracts with various jurisdictions to do this training. Florida is coming up. And there's also a program uh, after uh, these children get ready to, uh, to go to college, mm-hmm. uh, they help them adjust to college by um, actually spending a month getting adjusted to go to college. So it's not a question that the students aren't uh, sufficiently intelligent. It's uh, just their emotional um, reaction to college. And a lot of the children are on the autism spectrum and Mm -hmm. they have uh, various other um, situations that uh, through the practices uh, that are taught at Judge Baker, they can be helped to uh, have very enjoyable college career. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the um, website, and uh, mm-hmm. by the way, it looks like, uh, is it an arm, did I miss this? Is it, is it an arm of Harvard University? It's affiliated with Harvard University, yes. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the website is. Probably should have said that. No, no, that's okay. It just, they I train <laughs> lots, of, um, lots of student interns uh, mean, students, meaning like PhD students and master's students, mm-hmm. uh, th- they receive their training there. Judge Baker Children's Center, improving care, changing lives. I'm just kind of poking around the, the website mm-hmm. here. The mission, mm-hmm. um, wide array of thought leadership and expertise allows us to approach challenges from a wide array of angles. The web of connections makes Judge Baker different. Every child is unfolded in our community. Every connection is enriched by our collective knowledge. So cool. So how, if, if this was something people wanted to check out i take it go to the website you can you can visit i take it you can donate i imagine maybe of course you can donate okay. and you can visit and um if anyone would like to contact me or contact sarah duggan mm-hmm. at the organization with respect to philanthropy opportunities there it's it's just enormously inspirational to the point where it brings tears to your eyes when you hear some of the stories from the parents and how their children's lives have been changed when they got to be in this school. So, and there are, um, you know, scholarships provided for some of the children and some of the campers. Now, you know, I will talk about autism all day because my yes. beloved son Adrian has autism and doing very well. By the way, he's in, uh, he's at uh, the Cardinal Cushing uh, Center in uh, in Hanover, where he lives, and it, he says it's like. Uh, going to college he says it's it's his version of college because he'll be there for two years as it works out and um great. doing doing great we'll always need some help but doing great 
So you mentioned Sarah Duggan, and just so we give people chapter and verse here, if you want to get in touch with Sarah, her email is sduggan, that's S-D-U-G-G-A-N, at, oh, this is going to get complicated, sduggan at jbcc.harvard.edu. Okay, it wasn't that bad. sduggan at jbcc, that's judgebakerchildrencenter.harvard.edu. And... Um, so cool. So, and by the way, you know, uh, I've talked about this in the podcast before, but I, I run that um, that monthly uh, networking meeting on the subject of special needs. And so I'd love to get you and or Sarah to one of these meetings. Will you come? Of course. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cause We'd I, love to come. Because people need to know about this. We could have the executive director, Robert Frank, come. <laughs> let's have Robert Frank come as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, um, uh, you know, we've got a collection of, of lawyers and some insurance people and then some people from special ed um, schools and nonprofits and everything in between. So, so cool. I learned something. Robert about Frank is a, an internationally known expert, actually. Okay. Well, hey, I'd love to learn something from Robert. Um, we, uh, we've got a little bit of time left and Mary has agreed to do something experimental here on the Boston podcast and it is a change of pace. So let's cleanse our palate here. <sighs> okay. We're going to play Jeopardy because that's fun. And uh, before we do that, I just need to tell you about our sponsor once more, the United States Postal Service, the second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today at usps.com backslash careers. From mail carriers to corporate management, the USPS works together to provide efficient, affordable service to the American public. The workers are the backbone of its service, and the USPS wants to develop and advance careers. So its development programs train and prepare employees for promotions and growth in a variety of business areas. Everything you need to know is at the website, usps.com slash careers. It's the policy of the Postal Service to provide equal employment opportunity and prevent employment discrimination. See, this is where the lawyers get involved, Mary. <sighs> lawyers. Um, I e- excellent. Excellent lawyers. <laughs> um, the Postal Service seeks to attract and retain a diverse workforce in which the employees respect and value each other's differences and work to promote collaboration, flexibility, and fairness so that all employees are able to participate and contribute to their full potential applied today. The website, once again, usps.com slash careers, the United States Postal Service. Deliver for the nation. I always the, My patriotism always swells when I say that last line, deliver for the nation. Um, and uh, we thanks to our folks. And by the way, my good friend George Kippenham was featured on one of our podcasts here. He's one of the mucky mucks over there at the Postal Service here locally. So shout out to uh, my buddy George. So um, you play Jeopardy at home sometimes. And by that, I mean you watch it and like the rest of us, you chime in when Alex asks the question, right? All right. So let's see how this will work. So I've got my friend Alexa here who I have fights with every day. Alexa, how are you today? Speak up. Alexa. Sorry, I don't know. She says, sorry, I don't know that one. See, I'm, I'm already getting annoyed. All right, let's just uh, let's get into it here. Ale- Ale- See, she shut herself off. Oh, my God, was it something I said? Alexa, play- I'm turning her volume up. Ale- Alexa, play Jeopardy. I'm going to kill her. Did you hear me? Oh, she did. Oh, good. This is Jeopardy. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Johnny, and welcome, players. My name is Dave, not Johnny. Are you ready to start today's clues? Yeah, I guess so. Yes. Good luck today, players. Thank you, Alex. By the way, how are you feeling, Alex? I hope you're well. The first category is historical museums. All right. 
I might need your help on this one. Exhibited in Mexico's National Museum of Anthropology, the Stone of the Sun, is a piece from these ancient people. I don't want... Do you think the Mayans? The Mayans, you think? Yeah. Please respond in the form of a question starting with phrases like... What do you think, Mary? Who is or what is? Aztecs or Mayans? Mayans. Respond who are the, in the form all right, of a Alexa, question starting who, with who... I'm going to kill her. Who are the Mayans? The suspense is killing me. I said, who are the Mayans? <laughs> I am going to throw you out the window, Alexa. Alexa, resume. I'm sorry. I didn't get that. You can say repeat. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to kill her. Quit. Gonna, this is life with her. Who are the Mayans? No. The correct response was, who are the Aztecs? That's the other one I said. Just Want to hear the next one? Yes. <laughs> this is going well, don't you the think? The next category is. <laughs> All right. Here we go. The Sahara Desert. All right. The Saharan silver type of this kind of a dry can't topic. Can't leave its nest for more than twenty <laughs> minutes a day due to the heat, so picnics are safe. Oh well, that has to be ants. You know, the little play on the picnics. Yeah. What are ants? Silver ants. I've never heard of silver ants. But Excellent. I guess that, see, oh, the Boom. third category is. Give myself a single vowel. The response includes only one vowel. Okay. All the sugar and twice the caffeine is the boast of this cola with an electrifying name. What? Okay, uh, a cola. So it's Coke something. Oh, it's Coke no, Zero? No, the correct response zero. was, what oh, is Jolt? J- Jolt. Oh, she didn't even... Are you read. ready for the fourth clue? Yes, although we're a little annoyed here. But yes, give us the last, the next clue. The next category is... Yeah, mm-hmm. Let's go to the movies. Okay, now we're talking. Tim Burton directed a 2019 live-action remake of this animated Disney classic. Oh, uh... Oh, boy. I just saw it. Oh, it's Dumbo, I think. Did you Please see Dumbo? Please respond in the form of a question what starting with Dumbo? phrases like, who what? is, or what is. Who is Dumbo? I mean, what is Dumbo? Yes, that's it. Thank you. Oh, the fifth category yes. is... All right, we're making a comeback here, Mary. Instagram. Billy Graham was close friends with this 36th U.S. president. Oh, boy. That's kind of vague. Close friends with the pres- 36 president. Please respond Ford? in the form of a question starting with phrases like, who is or what is? Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Okay. Who is Jimmy Carter? I think you're right, Mary. That is incorrect. No. Oh, the correct Ford? response was, who is Lyndon Johnson? Oh, no. no. No, we were off. Do you want the next one? I, th- I think a lot. Yes. Uh, my opinion of Lyndon Johnson just went down. The next category is. No offense, LBJ. All right, here we go. Advertising. Mm-hmm. Okay. Swipe Life is a website spinoff of this app. Whose ad say single is a terrible thing to waste? Tinder. Oh, now how did you know that, Mary? What is Tinder? Please respond in the form of a question starting with phrases like, who is, or what is. <sighs> what is Tinder? You got it. All right. Yeah, it's time now for the double Jeopardy round. All right. This the might be the last one. The category is. Last round, Mary. Here we go. The laws of physics. Oh. Ohm's law, which concerns electricity, can be expressed as volts. Over amps equals this R word. Volts over amps equals. R- 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 uh, uh, I have no idea. Uh, Ohm's law. I used to know this. R- uh, what begins with R? Please respond in the form of a question starting I, with phrases like cheat "Who is?" It? or "What is?" Taking revenge. I'm cheating. You know what, Mary? Ratio. Respond what is in the ratio? form of a question starting with "Who" or "What." All right, okay. You can also say "Repeat" or "I don't know" to skip the clue. What is resistance? That's right. Oh the eighth category is... I totally cheated. Oh. Okay. Broadway <laughs> musicals by songs. Well, it's okay. 
I think. Some Enchanted oh, yeah. Evening and Bali High mm-hmm. are songs mm-hmm. from this musical. Oh. So, what is South Pacific? What is Excellent. South? Oh, you got it. Awesome. The next category is Bali High. Countries of the world. Oh. Yeah, I'm this landlocked this. nation borders Iran, Turkey, Georgia, and Azerbaijan. Uh, is it Iraq? I think so. Okay, hold on. Uh, uh, Iran. Repeat. Can't believe I'm asking her to talk more. She's not going to repeat it. That's not it. Okay. The correct response was, <laughs> "What is Armenia?" Uh, oh, I don't. I, Do you I want the next one? Yes. I don't think I've already gotten that. No. I really don't know a lot the about Armenia. The tenth category is. This is humbling. Words of encouragement. <laughs> I could use this some. This word of encouragement Good. is also a feature on Gmail that reminds you to respond to days old messages. Re- uh, respond to days old messages. So what would it would you would get a notification? It would say, "Hey." Uh, that's not it. Yeah. The correct response <laughs> I didn't was. Didn't say anything. What is nudge? Oh. oh. Do you want mm. the next one? Okay. Yes. The eleventh category is um. issues of the two thousand twenties. The CDC says misuse of this type of prescription drug at the center of a growing epidemic costs the U.S. over well, seventy-eight easy. billion dollars a year. Well, I think it's opioids. Okay. What is opioids? Excellent. What, well, this oh. type of the guy. last category is. Oh, I don't know. You might have been right. I don't know what's going on. Legendary. Yeah. What? Right, In Arthurian this legend, it. this son of Lancelot was the only knight to ever see the Holy Grail. Galahad? Is it Galahad? Lancelot and uh, King. Um, uh, yes, that's it. What? Arthur. All right. Let's see how you did today. <laughs> I don't even know what we said. Pretty good. You got May- seven correct. Okay. You scored in the top seven percent of players today. I'm giving. We'll up. see you tomorrow for more clues. Thank it you. It looks like you've missed a few days recently. No, Alexa, stop. Congratulations, you right. just, Alex. Shut up, Alexa. Stop. Sometimes you just can't get her to shut up. It's the problem, and that's not. Uh, uh, I, I'm not being chauvinistic, Mary. I would. I would um, hate Alexa if she were Alexa or so Alexa. Here's the question: Alexander. Why are Why are all the? Sorry, the, I don't know that. <laughs> she's still talking. Go ahead, Mary. Why are all the voice-activated um, programs women? Why yeah, you're they, right. Why don't they have one with a man so you can tell the man to shut up? You know, it's, I, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to get on that. Yeah. You know what? You can change the Alexa call word, you, meaning you can change Alexa's name. But the, the one alternative that I know of is Echo. Now, that's not a man's name. It's just a word. Which, by the way, why they yeah why they even pick Alexa? Because... Every poor Alexa in America now is the butt of jokes. Pick Alex. (laughs) Well, you know, we did just listen to Alex. He's busy doing Jeopardy. Anyway, um, that was, um, we have to wrap up here. And uh, (laughs) so I don't know if that was a successful experiment, but I blame Alexa as I do with most things. But you know who I don't blame is my dynamic and amazing guest, Mary Schmidt, who uh, joins us from the law firm of Schmidt Federico. By the way, if you want to know more about Mary, it's Schmidt, typical spelling, just like Mike Schmidt, uh, dash Federico, which is F-E-D-E-R-I-C-O dot com. And don't forget, kids, about Judge Baker Children's Center, which is such awesome stuff. So Google that business and find out how you can help. Right? Right. Okay. (laughs) Did you have fun, Mary? Yes, David Yaz. Thank you. Thank you, Mary Schmidt. On behalf of Mary Schmidt, I'm David Yazen. You've been listening to the Boston Podcast. If you like this podcast, please like it or share it with a friend. Spread the good juju. Spread the mojo. 
And visit pod617.com if you want your own podcast. On behalf of Mary, this is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. You must be the other guys.